Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast. I'm Nancy Medoff, keynote speaker, best-selling author, executive coach, and equity evangelist who literally wrote the book on women in confidence. And I'm Beth Knaus, creative copywriter who works with female entrepreneurs who are done putting safe and general content out there and ready to walk the fine line between honoring their bold voices and perspectives and honoring their professionalism. We are on fire and on a mission to inspire and empower you. And who are we kidding? The world to speak up, stand out and get your seat at the table. If you're looking for straight talk and a weekly shot of confidence, you've landed in the right place. Beth and I met while collaborating on my number one bestseller, Unmute Yourself and Speak Up to Stand Out. We hit it off and we knew right away that we needed to keep these important conversations going so that women around the globe will speak up and stop building our own glass ceiling. So here we are coming at you weekly with a perfect blend of realistic strategies, actionable tools, and real life stories to bring these important and somewhat controversial ideas to life. Doing so with humor, kindness, and the occasional shenanigans. Get ready to feel empowered and inspired to speak up, to stand out, and to build your confidence toolkit. Note to men or women who are not working in a professional capacity, we see you too, and we promise you the conversations here will inspire you as well. So buckle up, folks, because here we go. We're here, we're recording, and we are coming in hot. We are coming in hot. This is a bonus bonus episode, a current event discussion. Yeah, so Podsters, here's what's up. Usually we we record ahead of time, and we release our curated, crafted content weekly. And Beth and I had a little... uh, what do we have? Beth was fi- first. I was fired up, and then Beth got fired up, and we were fired up about very different things around the same topic. So when we started going back and forth, we said we we got to take this to the spot pudsters and see see what's up, right? So we're just going to get right into it. Um, here's what happened. Here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about um, politics in marketing, uh, and over politicking, no, over marketing to females. And well, you're just going to take it from there. So here's what happened. Last Sunday, I was on my way to the airport. Of course, I was scrolling through my Instagram feed because God forbid I actually talk to the person next to me when I'm in the back of the taxi. And um, actually, it was an Uber. Anyway, so I was on my way to the airport and I was scrolling through and I found a post about the female M&M characters. They're called feminems. And there's a whole thing happening here and Beth can bring you up to speed on that. So as I was scrolling through this this this, this, this post, it was about um, a couple of news anchors and we're not gonna say their names because we don't wanna give them any attention, ridiculing and um, really ripping on these female M&M characters. The first The first comment was that the purple one was obese. So there's all kinds of stuff to unpack there. We're not really going to get into that. And then the second one called the green female M&M an opportunistic little bitch. And for some reason, that totally triggered me. And I was livid. I immediately crafted a post in the back of the 
the Uber, immediately posted it to LinkedIn. It had typos. It had it had all kinds of stuff. And um, I didn't care. I mean, I went in and fixed it later, obviously. And because I was so mad and I, and I, I believe that this is bullying in its purest, simplest form. So I left Beth a message. I said, Hey, I think we should add this to our next, next, uh, topic on bullying. Cause that's in the queue. And Beth came back hot, 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 hot. So Beth, tell us, tell them, tell us why you were activated and a little bit of what you told me when we said, all right, we got to take this, we got to take this on the road. Yeah. So I think that this this whole thing that happened is um, triggering. And I think it's triggering from many angles for different people. And so I think our point today, right, isn't necessarily say we take this stance, but we want you to really think about how you react not only to this, but to other things that have to do with anything that over you know, over markets, anything that has to do with gender or, you know, if it triggers you in some way. So, you know, the first thing I said to Nancy was keep your politics out of my chocolate. It's, <laughs> it's chocolate folks. It's M&Ms. Um, and I thought I was a purist cause I like plain M&Ms, but occasionally I will eat peanut ones. And Nancy said, I'm, so I'm not a purist now, but can we just pause on that for one second? Because yes. this is very important. I okay. think the peanut M&Ms are the coming of the apocalypse. I do. Okay. Okay. Enough with the peanut M&Ms, the almond M&Ms, the peanut butter M&Ms. I like my M&Ms as M&Ms were meant to be. So right. let's just sidebar that, everybody. We'd like to hear what you think. What's your preference? Do you think I'm overreacting or do you like your M&Ms pure? Please continue, Beth. I will. Um, and I will say quickly that um, I still miss the red M&M. I mean, I know it had, you know, toxic dye number, whatever, but I really, really miss the red M&M. Um, so first of all, backstory. January of 2022, I just looked up in the Washington Times, had this article about uh, Jane Huang, who is the global vice president for M&Ms, or was at the time, I'm assuming she still is. And... She told Adweek that it was time to minimize traditional gender stereotypes in marketing campaigns for the chocolate candies that feature the characters. She said, we took a deep look at our characters, both inside and out, and have evolved their looks, personalities, and backstories to be more representative of the dynamic and progressive world we live in. So I think that's really the thing that triggered me was that, okay, so a year ago, it was like, we're going to leave the m m gender market, which who knew that even existed. And we're going to, you know, tone it down. And now it's this, oh, it's, you know, Women's History Month and International Women's Day. So let's kick up the femininity of our M&Ms. And, you know, we don't, we weren't in the room when they made the decision. We don't know what they were thinking. I'm sure they had nothing but good intentions. Um, but I don't think they thought it all the way through because now there are all these symptoms and I want to know what the problem is. So, you know, yeah, we can say, oh, these politicians or these men said X, Y, and Z, or these newscasters, they're going to do that. And that's who they are. But why is Eminem doing this? I thought, why is Eminem poking the bear? And which bear are they poking? Are they poking, poking the Republican bear? because they want to set people off that they're honoring women with their brand? Are they looking to poke the macho male bear? 
um, who thinks that women belong in the kitchen with their apron and barefoot? Are they, you know, are they starting a fire where this is a topic that's already in flames and triggering people? So I guess for me, I would have liked a statement first, right? I would have liked a statement first that said, you know what, we we know we did this thing last year about limiting the, you know, any gender sense to our M&Ms, but just for the month of March, we're going to honor women by making our M&Ms feminine, which by the way, not every feminine woman needs to look that way with eyelashes and lipstick and shoes. So there's an issue there too. So, all right, I'm going to shush for a second, let Nancy um, counter. So um, lots to unpack here. And I, you know, when, when Beth first said, which bear are they poking? And, you know, she kind of went on a little um, tirade. Is tirade a good word? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's important to note a couple things. One, uh, Eminem, Mars, Mars owns Eminem's. They weren't the first ones to do this. So in 2020, Hershey, Hershey quietly and, um, strategically started emphasizing the she in her she's s-h-e-h-e-r-s-h-e-y uh they did it in 2020 as i mentioned and you know obviously both of these candy companies are going to tie it into the lead into women's history month which excuse me is in march right so a couple things there one why are you only doing it as a lead-in? why are you promoting this more in the month of march i'm a marketer i get that i understand Shouldn't we be doing this all year round, first of all? Second of all, I think Mars Mars is trying to backtrack a little bit because when they launched the female M&Ms, there were there have been female M&Ms for a while, and they had high heels, to Beth's point, um, you know, big eyelash lashes. They were cute. They were, you know, like typical or stereotypical women or you know women as they're portrayed and they've dialed that back a notch i don't know if if um, i don't know if you caught that yet beth and podsters i don't know if you noticed this i didn't even know this they changed these female m&ms over the course of the past couple years they're not wearing high heels anymore they're wearing like little hiking boots one of them who had her shoelaces untied and she was a mess they no longer do that so they're toning down the stereotypical femininity to their chocolate and now they're back <laughs> you guys beth is rolling her eyes so much and i like i think we might need to call medical professionals <laughs> um and they are at the same time they're calling them feminems so which is it mars right so i i personally think it's good marketing i do i think leading into an event like Women's History Month, I think these companies are smart. They're getting on the bandwagon and blah, blah, blah. I think M&M's is a shitstorm and they continue to cause um, controversy culturally. I don't think that's their intention. I think their intention is, hey, let's market our chocolate M&M's. Let's capitalize on what's happening with women because some of the women who maybe aren't drilling down on it as much are buying these feminems and and that's you know okay uh, you know if i didn't know more i'm speaking quite a bit in march i would give these feminems out in my in my sessions as you know uh giveaways but they're they're cut a they're half-assing it b i believe uh, you know i'm not I, I just said i'm not sure if they're trying to be controversial i 
I, 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 I can, I'm assuming they're not, but wow. So first you say you're going to come out with that female M&Ms and then you go, uh, then you, you ruin that by having them look like they're a, so what, what's, what's the, what's the, um, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Beth has no idea where I'm going with this, right? So they, they have the 34, 36, 34, only if she's 5'2", and making them these female jacked up bodies. And <clears throat> to me, that's that's a kiss of death. Like, okay, I, 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 I'll never buy them. So they backtrack. Now they're making them less feminine. Well, wait a minute. Are they feminines? Or how about like Hershey? Say, yeah, we're going to emphasize the fact that there's a she in our name and we're going to put our money where our mouth is and we're going to fund these organizations. By the way, Mars is a lot less transparent in how much of the sales of these um, feminems are going to female organizations, whereas Hershey's is a little more strategic about it. And they've been doing it slowly and quietly. So I just went on a tangent. I'm going to pause there. And Beth, what, what, like, what are your thoughts? So I just want to say to lighten it for a second that mm. you know, when I eat chocolate or M&Ms, it's an escape. It's a break. It's a reward. I do not want to open the package and think about this underlying crap. I want to enjoy a piece of chocolate. That's, that's really probably what's annoying me more than anything. But, you know, I also have a personal kind of pet peeve with the whole like, Women's History Month or, you know, African-American History Month. And although it's nice to be honored and the attention be drawn to us, and I do also think, you know, we're in New England and we're pretty um, aware of a lot of things that maybe are not things that are top of discussion in other parts of the country. And it's nice to have someone say to you, oh, by the way, we're going to look at this this month. Um, but why isn't it just normal? Why isn't it just normal to know women's history or to honor any other type of culture or gender or whatever? So I do struggle with that a little bit. Um, so I do feel like they're jumping on that and I don't necessarily buy into the whole concept of that. So I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, marketing is marketing, but it's nice when the company also shows their values in what they're doing and makes a statement and says, this is why we're doing this and not just, you don't just see it on social media where people are already starting to rip it to shreds. So I want to back up. So I want to make sure the podsters understand what you just said, because I do. Uh, I'm assuming what you mean is rather than have a women's history month, every month should be women's history month. We shouldn't need a women's history month. We should be talking about women in that, in that context every month. Right. Yeah. Like just like we talk about right. men in history, Right. You know, everybody get, deserves to be known for what they did in history. I mean, it, it all contributes to the advancement of our world. So, and I get that. I think, I think I might disagree with you a little bit here. And this is one of the things I love about, about love about me and best relationship. I think that until women ha are recorded the same in history books, same thing for people of color until marginalized communities, whoever they may be, are have equal equal airtime in the history books, equal airtime in you know in media, equal airtime at the CEO table, whatever the case may be, then I, I do think it's important to somehow give them more or give them their fair share mm -hmm. of that. Give it give them more equity, if you will, in yeah. that in that context. I at the same time, here's where I agree with you. 
you know, I, 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 I was asked to be interviewed about a, a topic uh, and it was how to succeed in a man's uh, male dominated industry. And what I want to say is, well, the first way I would suggest succeeding in a male dominated industry is stop saying things like it's a male dominated industry, right? It is, we know it is, let's stop talking about it and let's, let's change that conversation. So let's change the conversation, M&Ms. Let's change the conversation from we have feminems to, you know, this percentage. At, and by the way, put your money where your mouth is. What percentage of your leadership team is female? What are you doing for, for women in marginalized and marginalized communities? Let's show the facts, right? Let's not slap some lipstick on an M&M and say we're feminists. I, I'd be really interested. I would, I'm going to Google it while we're talking to see what percentage of their leadership team is women, because I guarantee you it is not 50%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I think there is, there is one other thing that, um, that kind of bothers me about it. And I actually just lost that thought, but um, <laughs> I also think that Oh, I know what it is. You and I have talked about this before. I don't know off the top of my head which episode it is, but you know, we all would like equality. It is not a competition. It's not about stepping on somebody on your way to the top. And sometimes when we choose certain language, that's how it comes across. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked before about words like boss babe or, mm -hmm. um, you know, feminems falls under that umbrella. And I just don't like that. The minute we tie something to women, it's feminems. And that's what the focus is on because women are more than just feminine. Totally agree. I, I totally agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. And two things there. Um, first of all, I want to let the popsters know, I just quickly looked up senior leadership, executive leadership team at um, Mars, Candies, really quickly. And out of the first nine that came up, how many do you think were women? I'm going to vote for two. Two out of nine. What's that percentage? That's less. That's, not, that's just about 20%. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing. First thing. Now, again, disclaimer, if anybody out there works for Mars, I'm, I, I pull, it was a quick Google search, but it, that's very telling. So the other thing, Beth, is they had to know when they did this, well, maybe they, what do you think about when they did this campaign? That's what triggers the, 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 the men who are anti-female or anti-women's rights. It's, you know, did they do it on purpose to poke the bear and to get that kind of reaction so that they were trending more or are they really that ignorant? Like, yeah. did they did they do it knowing that they would get this backlash or hoping that they would get this backlash? I cannot imagine that their marketing team didn't anticipate this would happen. And therefore, are you inciting the bullying? Are you setting women up to get attacked by doing this in the first place? Right, right. It's like, it's a little bit of, um, did you read the room before you went out? And I just think, you know, I don't think it's a horrible concept. I just think they didn't look at all the angles and maybe it's just that, you know, you and I are, are a little bit outraged, but maybe we're not their market. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So that's a really good point. So you have two women who speak out for women and advocate for women, right? I left my corporate career to do that a hundred percent full time. Shouldn't I be their target? 
yeah yeah we should because i right. like chocolate <laughs> and i like m&ms <laughs> and here's the other thing when you open that package the actual m&ms do not look like those girls on the front <laughs> no they don't the package is showing you one thing and the actual candy is something different oh that's funny well there, there's a shocker right so I think, you know, Beth mentioned that this podcast is going to leave you with more questions than answers. Um, we would love to hear what you all think. So there's there's a couple ways you can do this. One, if you, are, so like 75% of you are on Apple, listening to us on Apple Podcasts. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of the show, there'll be a go to the, uh, there'll be a link to the show website and on the show website, you can click leave a message and you can leave us a voice message. Just click that and leave us a voice message. We'll get it. We would love to hear what you think. Um, we would love to include some of your comments in some of our podcasts. Uh, and we want to, we want to hear what you think. Um, and if you are with me on this and um, I, not that that's not. So if you think this is, so if you're more triggered by the bullying, I'm more triggered by the comments that were made. And I, I think it's, this is not just boys will be boys. This is not just, they get, they get paid to incite um, riots or incite um, controversy. That's fine. This is bullying pure and simple. So if, you know, let, let us know your thoughts on that because we'll include that and we're going to do an upcoming episode on bullying. Um, and the, another way you can share with us what you think is we are going to start going live. We're going to start uh, every Thursday at 2 PM. We're doing LinkedIn live. Um, if you follow my page on LinkedIn, or if you follow any one of us, you'll eventually get to the registration. You can follow Beth Canaus, K-N-A-U-S, or me, Nancy Medoff, or my business page, Nancy Medoff. Anyway, you will get, there's a registration. Click on it. You'll get notified when we go live, and you, you, we can have an interactive discussion, and we think that would be really cool. So, Podsters, you know, we're hot. We want to hear what you think. We love you, and um, we, we felt that we really had to get this to the front of, front of the front of the line. Beth, any, any closing comments? Um, yeah. So I think that, and I agree with everything that you just said, you know, the real thing is how do we get past this? How do we get, not get distracted by this? You use the word distraction. I think these are the things we really have to ask. How do we move forward and be stronger and louder about what we believe in and do it in a positive way and just not be shaken by this? Cause there's always going to be an opposing opinion or concept. And it's not, doesn't always come out in the nicest way, right? People don't always communicate in the nicest way. And so we, that's really what we have to think about is how, how do we remain like unstoppable despite these kind of things that happen? Love it. Love it. All right, Podsters, that's it for now. Stay tuned for our regularly scheduled, scheduled programming. Um, and hope we hope to see you on Thursday at our LinkedIn live. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap, Podsters. If you were thinking of someone as you were listening to this, share it. If you nodded along and even shouted out a couple of yes, leave us a review. Please, please, please. If you want to make sure you don't miss next week's episode, hit that follow button. And you can find us everywhere. And if you would like to learn more about us and exactly what we do, take a look in the show notes for our deets. See you See next, next week. week, podsters. <laughs>